I come to you now in the name of God, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Today, the Feast of Ascension allows us to witness the majesty of God through Jesus Christ and the glory that transformed the disciples. When I read or hear the gospel of this feast, I always find myself dwelling on the line. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. It is that opening of the disciples' minds that I would like to speak to you about today. In the 1990s, I was living in Maryland with my husband and growing family of four children. I was then a very active Roman Catholic. In fact, I had been and was doing everything a woman is allowed to do in the Roman Catholic Church. Not only was I employed at a large church as the liturgist and the director of music ministries, I was also working nationally for two organizations that trained liturgists, musicians, and priests. Ironically, in one three-day workshop in Philadelphia, I found myself presenting to only Roman Catholic priests, about a hundred of them. The closest I have been to my call now as a priest when I was when I was the campus minister at what was then called the College of Notre Dame of Maryland. For two and a half years, I gave the reflections, which couldn't be called homilies, after the Eucharist because they couldn't be a part of the liturgy itself. I was also entrusted with the spiritual health and well-being of the students, the faculty, and the staff, which included the SSD sisters, of which I was an associate. This was the most fulfilling ministry I had ever done up to that time, and it turned out to be the most foretelling. In 2003, my best friend had taken an associate dean position at the University of Miami and asked if we could go with her and a sister as we had at the University of Maryland. My husband said he would retire and off we went. So over the next six years, I continued my work in the Roman Catholic parishes and schools. Then one day after the financial crashes of 2008, I was asked to let my assistant go at this large parish where I was the liturgist and the director of music over eight masses every weekend. My assistant was having her first baby and really needed that $25,000 salary that I paid her. So I asked the pastor if I could lower my salary and not be there on Sundays until 11 a.m. He said yes. And so my assistant was able to keep her job. I could do this because there was an open position at an Episcopal church for a principal organist and choir director that paid $20,000. I went to interview, and five minutes into our speaking, the rector asked me if I had ever considered being a priest. At that moment, suddenly, Everything made sense to me. In biblical terms, 
The scales fell from my eyes. My perspective, my faith, my inner soul suddenly felt right. I became Episcopalian that year in 2009. That was just the beginning. The path that has brought me here to stand before you today and to my ordination to the priesthood next month and also to my call to be the priest in charge at St. Thomas Episcopal Parish Church in Hancock, Maryland in June was a long and winding path. It continued in Florida and then up to North Dakota and on to Wisconsin and finally returning here to Maryland in 2018. There were times of clarity and introspection for me during this journey, but it has only been in the last month that I felt what it could be like and what we heard with the disciples of having their minds being opened. Now, please do not think that I am in any way comparing with the disciples experienced in this gospel reading to myself. What I am sharing with you is how I have found myself having my mind opened. I now can see why I went through the three years of harsh racial discrimination in North Dakota. I now understand how my naivete of Episcopal seminaries brought me to the only one that didn't think that women should be ordained. And now, many of my classmates have changed their minds. And finally, to understand that to be pushed aside and disregarded in a diocese because I follow the full tenets of the Episcopal Church was a good thing because it brought me here back to Maryland, where I believe God wanted me to be. All of this has brought me to where I am today, and I truly believe has formed me into an even more pastoral, compassionate, and loving minister, and has equipped me to be better able to serve the people of God. Now let's think of the paths the disciples followed. They were with Jesus through the three years of his public ministry. They witnessed his miracles. They saw his compassion. They were the receivers of his personal love for them. They witnessed so many, many things that could not be simply explained away. We would think that all of this would allow them to be the ones who understood that Jesus was not of this world. Yet, they were the ones that ran and hid when Jesus was arrested. We all know that Jesus had even told them they would do this and detailed the three denials that Peter would give before the, cro the cock crowed. We know how Thomas needed to put his hands in the wounds of Jesus to know it was him. When we think of these things, we can then understand how tremendous this opening of their minds was and how it prepared the disciples to be ready to receive the Holy Spirit. It was then that they truly saw what had been and what 
they had witnessed. They then understood so they could go out and witness to others. It was the opening of their minds that allowed it. Like the disciples, I feel as if my mind has been opened to understand what God has and is asking of me. I couldn't see it on my journey. Today's scripture helped me to reflect and begin to see. This is how we learn and can use scripture to aid us in our lives. Today's story allows us to see where each of our paths are leading us. Maybe we have missed things. Maybe we have pushed something aside or not pursued it because we have misunderstood it or feared it or didn't feel we had the strength to continue. Our readings today definitely do show us the splendor of God and continue the story that has brought us to Easter and the resurrection of Christ. But I believe we are also being encouraged to allow our minds to open. Open to see how God is using us to share his love. To see how maybe we are the ones in our offices during work who are the healers of others' worries or feelings of discontent. The ones who keep everyone else calm to see we are the ones in our families that everyone comes to for help or advice. And we need to embrace this and be ready to continue and do more. So I'm going to ask you right now to take a moment. We're not going to be able to do this quickly, but I want to ask you to take a moment and reflect on your own paths, where you've been, how you've gotten to where you are, and perhaps where you're going. So I'm going to ask you to not only think of these things and be open to this as we go forward, but we should also pray that our minds be open to see where we can better, can we can be better to others around us. Be better to ourselves 
God created each one of us. We may never know all that God has intended for us, but I pray that we will allow ourselves to do what we can to keep our minds and our hearts and souls open and ready as we can to be servants of Christ and sharers of God's love with all whom we encounter. Amen. <laughs>